Houston is all systems go! You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. 7.30 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, bringing in MLB Network, a fan of... He is No, Houston. no, no, no. He is... He is I'm not somebody calling him who, a fanboy. He grew, no, he grew up with the Astros, but he is a completely objective baseball no, analyst who tells the truth about baseball. Well, he does do what that. What he does is, and it's an objective opinion... It's not rooted in fandom. It's rooted in actual play on the field. You ever seen his tweets? He's a he's, he's, a te- oh, he's telling the truth. Yes, he's telling. No, he is telling the is truth. Is this the truth, Robert Flores? That the Astros are the first team in Major League Baseball history to have fifty hits and sixteen home runs in a three-game series. The first team in history. Mordecai Brown, Tinkers to Evers to Chance. The, the 27 Yankees, it goes all the way back to grown men who could pitch double headers back-to-back by themselves. In the history of the game, the Astros are the first team to do that. That sounds right. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, so he named MLB Metrics that, said that. I, I, I do know that the, uh, you know, I, I knew that the 16 homers were a franchise record. And, uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Uh, the last three nights, uh, n- not because of you know this offense isn't capable, but just the the, the sheer destruction that they uh, wreaked against the uh, the entire Rangers uh, pitching staff. I, I believe I, I, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but I, I think the only pitcher that had a scoreless appearance uh, against the Astros in the three games was uh, Leclerc and Austin Hedges. I think I have that. I think I have that right. But that just shows you that no matter who the Bruce Bochy was throwing out there, um, they they had an answer for uh, throughout the three games. It was a, a total ass whooping, and it was complete. The Rangers, man, is this the same team that was a top five hitting and pitching team yeah. just a month ago? What in the heck has happened to them? Well, I, I think it just speaks to a, a couple of things. Um, you know, it, one, baseball is a long, long season, and what is happening in May is not necessarily going to be happening in September. And I, I, I think we've seen it, you know, from the opposite end, from the Astros. Um, you, you know, kind of a, an up-and-down season, a little bumpy, less consistent that we've seen in years. And, and now they're seemingly sitting to hit their stride at, at the right time. As far as the Rangers, it's the pitching, namely the starting pitching. Uh, the bullpen was already a weakness. And uh, one of our analysts uh, I, said that, you know, the best way to keep a uh, – one of the best things about a bullpen is to keep them in the bullpen because the more you have to show them against hitters – uh, it, it's going to it's going to come back and haunt you, and and the Rangers bullpen is is was already a weakness, and now it's being exposed even further. Fifteen of their last nineteen, they've lost. What a stretch! This team looked like a juggernaut and was right there for the right. best record in in the league. And look at where they are now. Holy cow! It's just it's just really bad. There's a lot of talk here, and, and let me ask you this from a national yeah. perspective: We've got a lot of talk here about Yiner, about Chaz. <laughs> Yeah, about the frustration level 
I mean, right. it's hard to argue with Dusty after what had just happened. And but but no, yeah. let's not forget the Yankee series, just the previous series. So, but but the frustration level. Are you somewhat frustrated with the Yiner and Chaz situation? I think that it is a. I, I think there's a lot of layers to this. One, I think it's overstated a little bit. I understand people's frustration and fans questioning why and, and, and the lineup and, and things like that. Um, but I think it's a little overstated. I mean, in some circles of Astros Twitter, uh, Martin Maldonado uh, is responsible for every loss in the history of the franchise, even before he got to the Astros. You know, like everything is blamed on Martin Maldonado. Uh, but, but that being said, um, there, there, it's it's time. It, it, it it's time. Uh, now, Martin had a pretty good offensive series himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Yainer Diaz is, I mean, that that is a special hit tool to have back there. Um, I don't know all what goes into Justin Verlander and Framber Valdez and how that works with. Hey, we'd like to have Yainer Diaz behind the plate. So I, I don't know the dynamics of that. They certainly have a say and a large say in, in who they're throwing to, I imagine. Um, but as, and Chaz McCormick, uh, like I said, it, it's, it's getting time where uh, those two guys need to be in the lineup more than what they are. I, I don't know how much more. But for me, it's it's more. Yeah. Well, there's a good article this morning by Chandler Rome in the Athletic about the Chaz situation, and one of it is has to do. Some of it uh, might have to do with his weight. He's up to 220, but look at how much better he's hitting. He says he feels so much better and stronger. Comes in last night and rakes a ball. He golfs one out. And he's got 20 bombs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so does Yiner. Bombs. 20, uh, and the same with Yiner. Yeah, yes, 20 yeah. plus, and they're not everyday players. Um, you know, I, I've I've always been a big fan of Chaz McCormick. Um, he is a he is a late bloomer, right? And um, I I think that you've got to find a way to uh, to keep both of those guys in the lineup more often than not. And and it's, it's a good problem, right? Because look at what Michael Brantley has done. So I, I just like setting aside the little mini controversy with Diaz and McCormick, I, I like just the different options that Dusty now has at his disposal. That being said, for me, those two guys need to be in the lineup more. Yeah, you know, the real key, I mean, every, it just seems like lurking in the background. I, it's, watching this level of offense has been unbelievable. It's so much yeah. fun. However, lurking in the background is the knowledge that um, – I don't worry as much about Verlander. another good start yesterday – but it's the knowledge of something has happened to Christian Javier. Uh, Fromber, mm-hmm. every once in a while, the guy with 26 straight com- quality starts has some ups and downs now, some some very drastic ups and downs. And then yeah. Hunter Brown is just not the same Hunter Brown. This is uh, That's lurking in the background. A team built on starting pitching and relief pitching last year, it's not as consistent. Uh, and we know that's what wins games in the postseason. Yeah, uh, e- even with this offensive barrage, um, Justin Verlander's his stuff is not what it once was, and and that's not saying that it's still not good enough because I think it is. Um, but it, it's the other guys behind him. Fromber, I thought pitched very well. Um, he threw more fastballs than than you normally see because the score was so out of hand, and that just shows 
that, that that's a smart pitcher, right? That that's a guy that knows what he's doing. Uh, Christian Javier, I, I don't know what's been the difference. Obviously, the results are quite different than they than they were last year. I actually thought there were a lot of encouraging signs against the Yankees in his last start. Mm-hmm. He was he was efficient. He was his pitch count was in a good spot, but there was that one inning. Uh, gives up the bomb to Jason Dominguez. So he is, uh, he's not what he was last year. Can he find it? Can he turn it on? Sure. Absolutely. Anything's possible. Hunter Brown, I, you're right. I don't know what to expect. JT France, for the most part, <laughs> I mean, he is, he's been there most. You can make the case, and I've said it for all along. JP France, I know he had a clunker a uh, couple of starts ago. He's been their most consistent starter throughout the season. I mean, you could really make that case. Absolutely. Uh, it, it has been six innings, seven innings. He's not going to blow you away. The strike, he's not going to strike out double digits. He's going to keep you in the ballgame. Six, six innings, uh, one run, four strikeouts. Seven innings, two runs, three strikeouts. I mean, that's all you need. That's what you're looking for. I'm actually feeling better about the bullpen here recently. Yeah, yeah. They, they haven't been used as much. Uh, as they as they were earlier in the season. Robert Flores, MLB Network, with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Great friend of the show, great friend, uh, great great, uh, great supporter of, city. of yeah of Houston in general. Twelve of the next fifteen are at home. Yeah, that's scary. Uh <laughs> That's Uh-oh. awful. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't explain it. It's weird. I don't know what to what to attribute it to. Now, if you want to kind of drill it down to one individual player, Jose Abreu's numbers on the road mm-hmm. as opposed to at home are pretty drastic. I think he's only hit uh, three, four homers at home. And how many home runs does he have on the season? 14? He's Something got, like that? Yeah, he just hit two yeah. last night, right. And, and, like, the rest are on the road. Yeah. I, I know he told Eduardo Perez, uh, from ESPN that he has trouble seeing the ball at Minute made. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's interesting. And two, shouldn't you have checked that before you signed a multi-year deal? <laughs> well, he said, this is what he said. Uh, Eduardo Perez said he asked Centron why, uh, Alex Centron why Jose Abreu struggles. And he was told he can't see the ball out of the pitcher's hand because of the Budweiser yeah. party deck to the yep. left of the hitter's eye. That's um, now. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut the shut the shut party the Budweiser deck down? B- party but, deck down. Well, yeah. I mean, it, are other guys having the same issue? Is it a Coors Light party deck? No. I, I, a, I mean, if if you look at what they've done on the road as opposed to at home, I would say maybe he's not the only one. Apparently, it only affects right-handed hitters. Um, now, Jose Altuve, because Eduardo was uh, Perez was talking about this. Jose Altuve doesn't have those issues because of the height. With his height, he doesn't quite have that party deck in his sight line. So I, I can understand that being an issue. On the other hand, I will counter, there's a lot of opposing teams that have not had those issues seeing the ball at <laughs> yeah. the Park. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, there's, it's never just one thing, right? But um, they need to figure it out. Because the Padres, as dysfunctional as they are, they've got superstars up and down the lineup, and they can go off for a couple of games and really kind of wreck your chances of winning a division title. So 
Um, I know they got the Padres at home. They got the Blue. Uh, they got the Toronto. Uh, sorry, the Baltimore Orioles at home, and I believe they finish with the Mariners and the Diamondbacks on the road. Correct. So um, that that's going to be that's going to be fun. I, I think actually another part of this, I, I think this particular group and those veterans and all those dudes in that clubhouse, they love going into opposing ballparks. I think that gets their juices really going. It's, they've been hardened over the last handful of years and all the things that they've heard and witnessed on the road, and they've won big games there. So um, I, I think that really gets their juices going. Robert Flores, MLB Network. What's going on over there? What, what do we we got? Anything that we want to promote? Um, let's see. We got MLB Central at uh, in about fifteen minutes, and um, what else we got? That's it. That's all we got. Oh, worry about. oh, tomorrow, tomorrow we're announcing uh, the nominees for the Roberto Clemente Award. Uh, that'll be on MLB Central at nine thirty uh, Houston time in the morning tomorrow. Okay. All right, that's tomorrow morning, right there on MLB Network. The Clemente Award nominees, Robert Flores. As always, thought you you know what? This is a great time to bring you in because this is uh, you know baseball, and you are a foremost authority in this team. Looking so good. A game lead over Seattle now and three over the Rangers after that butt whooping in Texas. We appreciate it, Robert, as always. Thanks, man. Let's do it again soon. All right. Sounds good, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Robert Flores.